Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the Force of Optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to the election edition of Firing Line Radio Show. Why do I call it that? Well, because March 3rd, we have a giant primary here where it's your first chance. This is this is not the Empire Strikes Back. This is the People Strikes Back against the Occupy, the uh, People's Republic of Occupied Calizuela. So we want to make sure that you have your chance to vote this 3rd, March 3rd. And you know the great thing about California is you can actually register that particular day and do a provisional ballot. So, I mean, hey, all the illegal aliens are doing it. You might as well, too. Uh, you should already be registered to vote and get involved. But if you're not, you still can show up and vote March 3rd at your local precinct. Bring ID, even though they won't ask you for it. Joining me on the show here. Oh, actually, let me go through a little bit of housekeeping if I could. Right now. Right now, it's one one o five. Right now, you should be on your way to Bullseye Sport in Riverside, corner of Brockton and Arlington in downtown Riverside. Why? Because the Riverside County Gun Owners Group is going to have their 2 o'clock meeting. And I want to have you there, fresh, ready to go, because John Scarafani, who is running for office out there, is going to be speaking. You're going to meet the people, the Riverside Gun Owners. You have one hour to get there. Don't be late. That's going to be Saturday, 2 o'clock at the Bullseye Sport in Riverside. If you need directions, just call 951-823-0211, and they'll set you up with that. So go join the Riverside County Gun Owners Group at that particular meeting. Also, this following week, the 24th through the 28th, we're going to be in Vegas doing the long-range seminars with Rex Defense. That's rexdefense.com. And uh, all of you know, friends of the show here know Rex Tibor. He's going to be doing his long-range precision class Monday and Tuesday. Then there's Tradecraft International is going to be teaching their classes on Wednesday and Thursday. And Friday, I'll be doing the Big Game Hunting Primer, an introduction to Big Game Hunting. That's Friday the 28th. We'll be out there in Vegas. Tickets are still available at rexdefense.com. Go under seminars and check it out. And I even had them put in a discount for AM590 listeners, so... Type that in, and you save a lot of money. And we like to save a lot of money. So that's going to be on Friday. Okay, let's get back to what we have here. Folks, I have a very packed show. I have Jan Leja. Jan Leja is part of the San Bernardino Gun Owners Group. Mm -hmm. She's also part of the San Bernardino GOP. Correct. I'm the, currently the chair. Currently the chair. Kurt Hagman, who is a county supervisor for San Bernardino County, District 4. And Lauren Campbell, you folks will remember him. He's running the San Bernardino Gun Owners and Riverside, or not San Bernardino, but he's running Riverside County Gun Owners. He's been very, very involved getting this group off the ground. So, Lauren, how you doing? Great. How are you? And I am actually in charge of San Bernardino County Gun Owners, so you were correct the first time. Yeah. I thought, I thought we talked Jan into taking that over. No, uh, no? Okay. not yet. No. <laughs> I'm kind of busy. I was, I was trying to take that off your plate there for you, Lauren. Yeah, um, and uh, but did you guys see the debate last night? Yes. Okay. The, I did. You know, we actually it have some entertaining. We have some tape here of Bernie Sanders. I don't know if you knew that or not, but we should probably play his new economic plan. Dan, you gonna you know, roll that tape? Here it is. It's a cut one. My new economic plan 
is like this. It's very simple. I'm going to take the money from him and give it to you, then to you, and then to you, and then to you, and then to me. That's socialism. Okay, that's Bernie's fantastic economic plan there, folks. How do you like that one? Love it. Love it. And it's it's not not bad because I only get the money after it's used. So there you go. All right. We all saw that. We all know that it's going to be a train wreck if those people get in charge. But what we can do is we can make sure our local elections go correct. So, uh, Kurt, tell me a little bit about San Bernardino District 4 and what you're looking at here. Uh, the West. I have the West End of San Bernardino County, so I have the five cities of Chino, Chino Hills, Ontario, Montclair, and Upland. Um, the, the San Bernardino County as a whole is doing very well right now as far as economy and unemployment and prospering under the Trump administration. Um, and we're the largest county in the United States geographically. It's actually bigger than uh, 12 states in population is on the county side. So we got a lot going on here. We recently took over our Ontario International Airport about three years ago now from LAX. We took it back from them, and that's growing. And it's got a lot of fun projects and a lot of, a lot of business growth here in the West End. Now, we have five supervisors for San Bernardino County, correct? Correct. But there's one one seat that's open right now, and we have somebody running for that that we want to talk about. There's actually um, three races in San Bernardino County um, this year. Um, we have um, Supervisor Level Good, first district, to decide not to run um, again. And Paul Cook, uh, my friend back in the legislative days, he and I were almost seatmates. He sat right in front of me in the assembly days. He's uh, Congress, Congressman Cook now, right? Uh, retired colonel, and he's um, running for um, him and uh, four candidates total are running for the first seat. Um, there, we also have um, Don Rao, who is um, we appointed last year, and she's running for um, election this time as well in, in her district. And um, Supervisor uh, Gonzalez has turned out, so we have that seat open as well. So we have three three changes out of the five this year. So was Gonzalez in in what category or what, uh, what district? district? Yeah. She is District in five. District five. So was Love good in District 1? Yeah. And is that where Paul Cook is running? Yes. Okay. So Paul Cook is running in District 1. That's who you guys like there. He is a uh, former congressman. Well, he's still a congressman. But he's retiring yeah, from Congress, and he wants to get into local politics. He's, he's a pretty good guy. We've talked to him on the show before. Uh, how does he stand on the Second Amendment? He's awesome. Yeah, he's, he's, he's awesome. Yeah, he's a big um, We've had uh, Cody Higgins come out from his office. I've known for about five or six years, and he's got tons of story of Paul Cook and Second Amendment uh, stories. You know, he was in the Marine Corps for, I believe, 28 years, and uh, so he's awesome on the Second Amendment. Very good. So we like Paul Cook for county supervisor, and Don Rowe is taking over the, or she's running for the 3rd District. She's been appointed for the last year or so, and um, she's she's running for election. Correct. Okay. What what can you tell me about her? Uh, she's been great on the board so far. Um, she's also a widower of a Marine who got killed in Afghanistan. Uh, she's a local government. Prior to uh, this, she worked uh, as congressional staffer for a while before we we brought her on the board. Out of I think we had forty different applicants for that seat. It was very tough. A lot of good people running for it, but. That's who the board selected, and she's doing a great job. 
Yeah, she's got a very strong Second Amendment stance as well. Uh, she's a lifetime NRA member. Um, all of her kids are NRA members. She lives out in Yucca Valley. Um, awesome candidate. Uh, I think to live in Yucca Valley, you have to be an NRA member, if I remember correctly. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's the way it should be everywhere. Um, you know, one thing about one thing about Don is that um, we feel she is super strong and she's super talented. Uh, she's got very likable constituents like her. Um, she's she's going to do great. Well, fantastic. So once again, District One, which is basically Ukaipa and High Desert, right? No. Tell me what district one is. Let me not guess. So District One is the High Desert. High desert. So that's Yucca Valley. Or, excuse me, not Yucca Valley. <clears throat> That's Victorville, Apple Valley, Hesperia, Barstow. Barstow. Okay. Actually, Barstow is in the third district. That makes total sense. Right. That's right. It? Right. So, uh, Barstow and, and Redlands. And they're, then, they're the same. Uh, right. And so, um, uh, it, it's uh, maybe when redistricting occurs, um, they'll put Barstow with a more common area. But then the third district. Uh, takes in a huge portion of, well, it takes in Yucaipa, takes in Yucca Valley, 29 Palms, but then it also takes in Loma Linda, Grand Terrace, uh, a little bit of San Bernardino, Redlands, Redlands. Highland. Um, So it's a a large, very diverse district, also includes Big Bear. Um, um, So it has mountain, uh, rural, rural, uh, desert area, as well as the highly populated area. Uh, and then the fifth district, um, Kirk can speak probably better to the fifth district yeah, as far the as those, side. Uh, that's the west side. Yeah, Chino Hills. It's kind of like Upland. the no. The fourth is the west side. That's mine. The oh, fifth sorry. is kind of like the yeah. Central Valley. Yeah. It goes from uh, like Fontana to Rialto, San Bernardino City, that kind of thing. Okay. All right. Um, where's the second then? The second district is kind of the east side of the desert. As well as um, Big Bear going down to Redlands. So they split the mountains three ways. Then that that's great. This redistricting thing, folks, is absolutely a sham. I remember it ten years ago. Uh, it's it should be called the Democratic Power Play. That's is what it's all about. All right. So we're going to come back here. We're going to talk about some of the. We're going to talk about some of the congressional districts. The the uh, federal things that are going on. I know that Kurt has to take off. Kurt, thank you very much for your time. He is the county supervisor. Yeah, county supervisor for Area 4, a very strong Second Amendment conservative guy, Kurt Hagman. Support him when you can. Folks, we'll be right back after this. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick! Hey folks, you know every week on the Firing Line Radio Show, we're going to be talking around firearms, hunting, gun rights, and your duties as a citizen of the United States under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. Our faithful companion in the battle to uphold these rights has been our longtime sponsor, Vince Torres of Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're not armed for protection or recreation, well, shame on you. Head on down to Bullseye Sport, where you need to go for small arms, firearms, rifles, shotguns, ammo, accessories, and much more. 
Now, after you purchase that firearm, Vince and I highly recommend you attend a certified firearm safety and training course, one that's going to teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitudes essential to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. For more information about the certified firearm courses, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside, 951-823-0211. Visit the website, bullseyesport.com, for a schedule of classes, because at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo, they believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. You should be on your way there right now because at two o'clock is the Riverside County Gun Owners Group. And that's where we're going to be uh, you're going to be meeting there with some of the people running for office. And you need to understand that this is a new group who wants to get involved and wants to make a difference. And we have an election day, March 3rd. You want to make sure that you're on top of that. Folks, um, this is Lauren Campbell. He's the head of the Riverside County Gun Owners Group. And I'm going to switch over to him here. We're talking about just wrapping up San Bernardino County and what's going on there. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Um, we we fully support Don Rao and Paul Cook. Um, we've already talked about them, but the one we haven't talked about is in the fifth district, and we're we have endorsed Jesse Armendaris. Uh, Jesse's done a great job. He's a very strong Second Amendment supporter. Uh, and he's pledged that he will actively support the Second Amendment. And that's one distinction that San Bernardino County Gun Owners, Riverside County Gun Owners does, is we don't uh, get people that just raise their hand and said, yeah, I'm for the Second Amendment. We ask them 10 very specific questions, and we ask them for their support and active support, which means they will help us when laws come up in these areas. Yeah, lip service is one thing, but we'd actually like to have some foot service every now and then, right? Absolutely, absolutely. We've got to get engaged, and we ask them to get engaged, and all these candidates have really jumped in. Well, you know, just look at what's happened with California. When you talk about all of the crime that goes unpunished, you know, the drug addicts that they can't put into rehab, they're walking around taking heroin all the time. There's so much going on out here that people are realizing that the Second Amendment, you know, there's its official use, but as a personal safety self-defense, it's absolutely important that they get involved with that too. So I think I'm hearing more and more people want to learn about firearms, more on to take classes and to have a government officials who actively help support the Second Amendment. It's an awesome thing. So let's go over those lists again for San Bernardino County Supervisors. So we have in uh, District 1, Paul Cook. Right. Um, District 3, Don Rao. Right. And then District 5, Jesse Armendaris. Very good. Anybody else in San Bernardino? I'd, I'd like to point out, too, um, you know, Kurt was just on the show, and Kurt is the fourth supervisor, so if we can get these four candidates we've got one already in the in the seat get three more um serving us we'll have four of the five county supervisors uh second amendment actively supporting can uh elected officials it's pretty awesome and and a good sheriff too absolutely yeah one of the best sheriff john mcmahon is very very much a second amendment supporter all right anybody else you want to talk about in san Bernardino county you know, we've endorsed two um, city council candidates for San Bernardino. We've endorsed Peter Torres and Henry Nickel. Uh, Henry is the incumbent. Peter is is coming in challenging him. They're both running for the same ward, but we felt that uh, both of them had a strong position, so we endorsed both of them. Well, that so you can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. 
And that that's pretty much it. Uh, you know, I, I'd like to point out that this election is really important mainly because of that county supervisor seats that are up. That's three out of five is a big deal. So what is and, the uh, – it is a big deal, and getting four out of five is even better. But, Don, if I can throw this over to you, what is the power of a county supervisor? I mean, we have a congressman who is retiring from Congress – to try and run for county supervisor. So how powerful is this actual seat? It seems like it's a sub-seat, but it's, there's a lot that these people do. Are you asking Don or Jan? Yes. <laughs> That's okay. Um, and, and Don is a friend, by the way, and she's a great candidate. But county supervisor is probably some of the most one of the most powerful positions that you can have that truly affects people. Um whether you're going to state assembly or state senate, if you really want to impact what happens in the neighborhood, it's county supervisor. Right. Um, because they're mandated by the state and in some cases by federal government to implement a lot of programs. And it's how they end up interpreting those mandates that affects you and I. So uh, and then also from just public safety roads, um, uh you name it, uh, hospitals, medical care, mental health, all those things have been brought to the local level through through your county. And then if you really want to look at something that's very important as far as I'm concerned, and I'm sure you feel the same way, is county registrar of voters. And that's an area that I would like to see the supervisors become more uh, involved in because, you know, we've had some hiccups through the years. And so if you want to... It's called fraud. Right. And so if you want to start to uh, clean that up, it starts at the county level. And so I can't hold the state accountable, but I can certainly hold my county up. I think we got a new county register like 2012, 2013, something in that time frame. Um, he may not be not be there anymore. He's not there anymore. But when he landed, he was there 30 days. He said, there's no fraud in San Bernardino County. Um, he, <laughs> he is no longer there. Uh, he left um, after the primary in 2018. Yeah, because the, um, the uh, what's it called? The um, Voter Integrity Act, mm-hmm. uh, the facts quite differently uh, Differed from his particular opinion, who's the one in charge of that. So it's important. If you want your elections to count, you have to count the votes, and you need somebody who is honest in that position. That is true. Very good point. And then another area of importance is the economic growth of the area. And Kurt Hagman, actually, County Supervisor Kurt Hagman, he's been a a star for the county, uh, especially when wrestling away control and ownership of Ontario Airport away from L.A. And that's been a huge benefit for our county. And uh, I think it's going to continue to grow uh, as far as helping us with economic growth. So uh, kudos to Kurt. He did a phenomenal job. And he's been involved in politics quite some time. He has. Yeah. And the district that he, I mean, the district that he represents, uh, when he first ran for, he was coming out of the assembly and a sitting sitting congresswoman was also running for that seat. And she had about a million dollars in her um, campaign coffers. And Kurt pulled the uh, just an amazing election victory out. And uh, it just goes to prove that whoever has the most money doesn't always win. That's good when you're looking at Bloomberg. <laughs> yes. Right. Most definitely. <laughs> All right. So is there anybody else in San Bernardino County you want to touch on before we go to Riverside County? 
No, I think that's uh, that's all the Second Amendment endorsed candidates that we want. Okay, and that's really what we're focusing on here uh, is Second Amendment on that. Um, that's interesting stuff. So let's go over to Riverside County then. Let's make our big switch here. And since yeah. you have to you have to leave here, Lauren, I'll let you start it off. Yeah, very good. Uh, you know, uh, Kevin Jeffries is uh, the incumbent in District 1 in Riverside County. He's a very strong Second Amendment supporter, and we have endorsed him for uh, continuing in his position to represent District 1 in Riverside. Now, where is District he, 1 Riverside? Uh, Jen, can you help me out a little bit with that? He's Corona, isn't he? Uh, Kevin? Uh, <laughs> I think... uh, he's actually uh, Riverside down to Lake Elsinore. I'm sorry. Correct. Uh, so he's on the extreme west end of the county. Um, and, uh, um, Kevin's just been a really strong supporter of the second amendment. Um, I've known Kevin for a number of years. Um, so he's typically been fiscally conservative. Uh, and, uh, I believe that, uh, um, he has a really good shot at being reelected this time. How many times has he been involved or been a county supervisor? I, um, I think this is his third term. And how long are the terms? In the Riverside County, they do not have term limits, but the terms are for four years. Okay. Okay. So I, I do remember his name, and he's been around for quite some time, and I've only heard good things about him. So, again, that's Kevin Jeffries in Riverside District number one. One. All right, folks. Hey, you should be halfway on your way right now to Bullseye Sport in Riverside because at 2 o'clock is the Riverside County Gun Owners Meeting. You're going to want to be there. Don't be late. Don't be walking in late saying, oh, I didn't know about it. I'm telling you now. So get in the car. Get on down there. Philip Naiman, FiringLineRadio.com. Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No sales pitch. Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the Firing Line is brought to you by CCW Safe by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! Hey folks, Mulan Labe Saturday. This is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. You're going to want to make sure that you are on your way to Bullseye Sports today. Because at 2 o'clock is the meeting of the California, or the San Bernardino, I don't know. Eight There's and a half meeting. years, I should say something correct, right? One day, this is radio. Anyway, Riverside County Gun Owners Group is going to be meeting there, and Joe Scarafoni is going to be speaking. And uh, Lauren, I thought, thought you had to go, but I'm glad you can continue to join us on that. So I'm going to actually turn this over to you, and let's talk about that district that Joe is, is trying to win as county supervisor and who is opposing him. 
Yeah, so we've got it's District Three, and District Three goes uh, just just south of uh, Lake Elsinore, Murrieta, Temecula, that area of the county. And it goes and, uh, and it goes uh, up to San Jacinto, and uh, the Cleveland National Forest or those mountains over there also. Correct. Yeah. 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 And um, you know, Joe is Joe is the uh, challenger, and Chuck Washing has been the incumbent. He was appointed by appointed by Brown, and um, when we contacted Chuck Washington to ask him for his opinions on Second Amendment, uh, his response was he does not seek our endorsement. So to me, that's a red flag when they outright tell you that they don't want a gun group um, endorsement. I think the so, red flag is he was appointed by Jerry Brown. Absolutely. Yeah, and then we, uh, um, but he's, uh, Joe needs help. Uh, Joe needs as much help as we can get. He's got a tough race, and, uh, you know, with politics, you know, everybody needs people and money, and uh, Joe could really use your help. So if you're on your way to Riverside, you can hear his message firsthand, but uh, he's somebody we really want to ask people to get out and help. So, folks, listen to that. This is this is how you can make a difference. Chuck Washington's an incumbent. He's entrenched. He was placed there by Jerry Brown. Okay, have we not had enough damage to this state caused by the Jerry Brown ilk? He needs to be removed flat out. And if we have an opportunity right now to replace him, and this is a county supervisors. Correct me if I'm wrong here, guys. But if they win fifty point one. They don't have a runoff next fall, right? So this is extremely important that at least Joe Scarafoni gets enough of the vote that Chuck Washington cannot get 50%, okay? That is super important. And that area not only covers Murrieta and uh, Temecula, but it also covers Hemet and San Jacinto. That's probably more where his, his base is coming from, uh, Washington. So those of you in Murrieta and Temecula, that's a great Second Amendment area. We need to save save your Second Amendment rights in the county. Make sure that you vote against Chuck Washington and for Joe Scarafoni. And again, you can hear him today, Tuesday at two o'clock at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside, corner of Brockton and Arlington, eight two three zero two one one. Um. Okay, so how about anything else on Riverside County? You know, that's it right now. We've got a lot of uh, candidates that are coming up in the fall, so I think we've got uh, just under six hundred candidates. Playing. Riverside and San Bernardino in the general election, but that's that's it right now for the uh, primaries. You also have online, so excuse me, Jen. You also have online a website that shows all of your endorsements. Correct. Correct. How do I get that? Both counts. So the Riverside would be Riverside County Gun Owners dot org, and San Bernardino is San Bernardino County yeah. Gun Owners dot org. And that's where you have all everybody in Riverside County that you've endorsed is there. Same thing for San Bernardino Correct. County. Yes. Uh-huh. And we also um, are in the process of rating all the currently elected officials. So those will be updated as we get past the primaries. Okay, very good. Primary again is March 3rd. If you have your mail-in ballot, get it off. Vote early. Vote often. We need to fight fire with fire. All right. So let's move on here to some of the federal offices. Say we go to Congress. All right. Um, So this election cycle, as you know, Congress is elected every two years. And um, so everybody has to run for reelection. 
excuse me. So in the eighth district, um, there are a number of uh, a few Democrats running in the eighth district as well as three Republicans running. And um, as far as the county party is concerned, and, and there's been a lot of question out there how we actually do endorsements. So before I go through who those candidates are, I'll just like to describe to you how we endorse. Because a lot of committees, it's just like three or four people sit in the room and make an endorsement. We don't do it that way. Uh, what we do is we invite all the candidates to come to us, uh, and they speak to all their voting members, which we have about 49 voting members that are elected each presidential year. And during that time, uh, the candidate is allowed to speak for a few minutes and then we actually do a thing, it's almost like speed dating for politicians, to where each caucus area, the five caucuses in San Bernardino County. Wait, speed dating for politicians, isn't that how That's Michael, what I call it. Isn't that how Michael Bloomberg got his, <laughs> uh, his non-disclosures? Yeah, probably. Uh, but in this case, we have each candidate um, basically do a round robin with each caucus area. And that's where the questioning becomes much more intense. So you see how a candidate operates both in a large group setting in addressing them, but then also it allows the individual voting members to get to know that candidate extremely well because they ask some very tough questions during that process. And then after they're all interviewed, then we go into our voting process, and we use electronic uh, voting. Ours works. Apparently, Iowa didn't work. Um, well, you should have hired uh, – who was the group they hired? <laughs> yeah, somebody's cousin, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyhow, you have to get two-thirds of the voting members' uh, vote in the affirmative to actually be endorsed. And that is the only way the state party can endorse, is if – the local county party endorses first, and then we submit that name. And if you're a, a candidate that covers multiple counties, then you have to get all of those counties' endorsements before the state party can consider endorsing that candidate. Well, that's interesting. So what we probably saw then was somebody who was running for state assembly who backstabbed everybody in California by raising their gas tax in Riverside County, uh, Chad Lee Mays. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the I saw that he is now running as an independent, so he did not get the county support, right? That is correct. Good for Riverside County. Well, actually, it's San Bernardino County. San Bernardino, too. good for them too. Uh, because, uh, and just to let you know how we found out, um, we had noticed that he hadn't registered. Uh, he had not filed yet for the office. He didn't even tell you he was switching parties. No, and uh, so I suspected that he was up to something. I brought it to my executive committee. We no, discussed it. He was up to something again. He has been a snake for a right. long time. This is how the tar and feather party started. That <laughs> exactly. is actually right. So we were we, we were expecting because he covers both part of San Bernardino County as well as Riverside County. Right, he covers my area. And uh, so we were, you know, I we were suspecting. We've been suspecting something for a few months. Uh, but so we had a volunteer that sit down at the Riverside County Registrar's Office, which he now resides in Riverside County to watch him come in that Thursday. And then as soon as they he left, they checked and found out he had switched to no party preference and had pulled these papers. And then we 
immediately notified Riverside County, uh, Jonathan Ingram, their chair, as well as the state party. Now, Chad led a revolution getting, what, five people on the Republican side to vote for this gas increase. So all of you who are paying too much at your gas tax, Chad Mays was Mark Stein North, but he's now gone. Mm -hmm. Thank God. Uh, And Chad Mays is the other local trader here that we can keep from being in office. You do not want to vote for him. Correct. Put, write your dog's name in first. And and it's just not cap and trade. I look at other policies. Everything. He's a snake from the beginning. Uh, he's opposed to charter schools. At least he says he is for it, but yeah, he voted against them. Uh, he voted to allow felons to sit on juries. That's it. You're done. Um, Typical politician. And, yeah. you know, Riverside Sheriff's Association recently came out with a huge endorsement for Andrew Kotyak, who is the Republican, the only Republican running. Don't let all those mail pieces and special interest pieces fool you. Andrew Kotyak is the true Republican that's running, and we are proud to support him. We called him on that Thursday night, both Riverside and San Bernardino County, myself and Jonathan Ingram, to get him to run. Uh, he had to go first thing on Friday morning to pull paper to get his signatures, get everything turned in, and barely got in under the wire so that we actually had a real Republican running for this seat. Thank you for your work, because I, I've, I've watched that guy. He's a snake, not caught yet. Chad, Chadley Mays. I do not like him at all. I, I just hate being, I don't know, stabbed in the back. Maybe well, it's I a do. personal thing. Yeah, do you, do you, that's Dale Fundak here, folks, who will be bringing him up in the next segment here because it's always more fun with Fundak. Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. Hi, folks. Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated $1 million for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at ccwsafe.com. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of your women. That is good. And to vote early and vote often. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We want you to be involved this year. March 3rd is our primary. Joining me on this line right now for this segment, I have Jay Obernolte. Jay Obernolte is currently a state legislator. He covers the area from Big Bear North all through the county. And right now, he's running for Congress. Uh, Jay, how are you doing? I'm great. It's an honor to be on the show. Well, you know, thank you for what you do, because I got to tell you, thinking about what goes on in Excremento, uh, all those meetings you have to sit through and people lying to your face. Uh, how do you get through that? You know, what, what's your experience been like up there? You know what? It's, uh, it, it is every bit as hard as you say it is, but it's also an honor to be up here because 
uh, it gives us the opportunity to to vocalize the conservative viewpoint, you know, to, to point out how much our freedoms and liberties have been eroded over the past couple of decades here in the People's Republic of California, and to, to point out the, the toxic results of that and the, the toxic results of encroaching socialism on our economy. So, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, I view it as a labor of love, and uh, it's, it's an honor for me to be able to do that. Yeah, you're a little behind the times. The official name is the People's Republic of Occupied Calizuela. <laughs> we'll go with that. Okay. So you're running for Congress, and we would love to have a great Second Amendment supporter in there because California sends a lot of people to Congress, and not all of them are great Second Amendment supporters. So um, in honor of your Second Amendment support, you actually have a CCW bill going forward in California, right? No, it, yes, uh, we're introducing it this week. Uh, we're doing it with the cooperation of the city of Needles, and they have a unique problem because California does not exercise reciprocity with adjacent states on recognizing concealed carry permits. So states like Arizona and Nevada recognize California CCWs, but we don't recognize theirs. And that's a problem if you live in Needles because Needles is kind of one contiguous community that spans both sides of the Colorado River. So some of the residents are in Needles on the California side, some are in Arizona on the Bullhead City side. And, you know, they're friends and neighbors and people cross the bridge to, to frequent businesses. But the problem is when Arizona residents come into California carrying a weapon, even though they're properly authorized in Arizona, they're illegal in California. And that prevents people from doing that. And so uh, the, the folks in Needles think that they ought to be able to decide for themselves whether or not to exercise that reciprocity. And so that's what my bill does, is it allows cities or counties to declare themselves as uh, reciprocal states that recognize that reciprocity with other states. And you can do that on a state-by-state, on a, uh, a uh, jurisdiction-by-jurisdiction basis. Uh, if you're a county, you have to get the cooperation and agreement with the county sheriff, which I think makes perfect sense. And the, yeah. the residents of the other states still have to follow California law. But that's just, uh, you know, trying to take back a little bit of that freedom that's been taken away from us. Awesome. So your next bill after that, I love that. Thank you for that. And Needles is also a Second Amendment sanctuary city. But uh, the next bill should be, let's just get San Bernardino and Riverside County, or at least the my area of Riverside County, just to join Nevada. Okay? Just, we're going to secede to Nevada, <laughs> and then we can leave all this baloney in California behind. Um, yeah, state of Jefferson. That, that's, uh, we, we no, had, we've had bills on that. No, I don't want any more states because we're going to get people like Soros hiring two more idiot senators to send to <laughs> Washington. So I don't want any more states. The number of senators is fine. We'll just join Nevada and live under their laws and not have to move to the desert. Best of both worlds. All right, deal. Good. Okay, Jan, let's talk about some of the other uh, races that we have here. Okay, well, of course, we've endorsed Jay Obernolte. Uh, because he's been a strong conservative on so many different levels. See, I had to twist her arm on that earlier today, Jay, but you're welcome. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, District 27 is up. Um, we, I don't know that we have a great shot there just because the registration is so overwhelming, Democrat, but we've endorsed what Beatrice. What main cities is 27? Oh, uh, let's see. That would be in Monterey Park. Okay. Yep. So uh, against Judy Chu. The Judy Chu is terrible, folks. Judy yes. Chu is one. She gave us that national park fiasco under Obama that's yes. taken the water issues away. You do anybody but Judy Chu. Uh, Beatrice Cardenas is the person that we've endorsed there. And then in the uh, District 30, 31, which includes Redlands, um, is an interesting place because you have Pete Aguilar, who's the Democrat there. Pistolist Pete Aguilar. And uh, we had thought you, Philip, 
that you were going to be our candidate this time, uh, but that didn't happen. Uh, but we have a great candidate, Agnes Gibney. Uh, she's an angel mom. Her son was killed by an illegal alien, and uh, the president loves her. Uh, and also, you need to know that Jay Obernolte has been endorsed by President Trump as well. Uh, but Agnes Gibney is a strong candidate. We're really excited. She's getting a lot of national attention. Um, and then in District 35. So let me just jump on 31. Yes. I haven't seen Aguilar put one sign up yet. He's he's running on his. So what's going on with District 31? That will intensify come November, November because yeah. there's only two candidates. So no one's spending money now. No one's spending money now. It would be not smart to spend their money yeah, now. Uh, so once the primary is over, the top two move on, and that will be Agnes and, and the other guy. Uh, District 35 is Mike Cargill. Uh, he's also in the west end of our county, takes in part of L.A. County. Um, and then District 39, which is going to be a battle because uh, it includes part of Orange County, L.A. County, and uh, Chino Calvert. Hills area of of San Bernardino County, Young Kim. Uh, Young Kim is running against Gil Cisneros. She ran last time. She was ahead on election night uh, and two days after the election by thousands and thousands of votes. They were all 98% for her? And then, yes. And then, surprise, surprise, then they they pulled it out at the at the last moment. So Young Kim is a strong candidate, and she's going back at it. She's good, in it good to for win her. It. And Cisneros is not a good person. No, not no. at all. Um, and then we have state senate. We have Scott Wilk up in District Twenty One, which is high desert area. Uh, he's an incumbent, strong conservative. He's the only conservative running, the only Republican. District Twenty Three, the the party, uh, the county party. We've endorsed Rosalicia Choa Bogue. And she is a strong candidate. And that's against a Lloyd White. Correct. And both candidates, actually there were three candidates, all have their strengths and weaknesses. Uh, they all interviewed, and uh, she just, she blew us out of the water. She did a great job uh, in 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 and having everyone getting to know her and, and what her Amendment real wise. policy very strong Second Amendment. Okay. And actually, she's a friend. I know her. she and her husband very well, and they are strong Second Amendment. Actually, that was one of the first questions I asked her when she was considering running. Um, and then we have in District 29, Ling Ling Chang, who's up against, uh, against uh, uh, Josh Newman again. Josh Newman was recalled before, and Ling Ling won that right, seat. because Newman was raising taxes on that. Yeah. Correct. Uh, he was a Democrat that pretended to be a Republican. Right. Uh, State Assembly, we have Tom Lackey up for re-election, District 36. That's in the high desert. Uh, Jennifer Tullis, who's District 40, who's running against James Ramos. Uh, that includes the Redlands area. Robin Haviston, District 41. And then our superstar, Andrew Kotyak, who's going to District 42, and he's going to win that race. Um, and then we also have... District I'm going to get involved in that race. We need because you to. Because I can't stand Chadley. Between now and Election Day, top two. It's personal. I have to pay extra on my gas every time I fill up. It's personal. There's three candidates. Top two goes forward. It needs to be Andrew and not Chad. Uh, District 47, Matthew Gordon is a police sergeant. He's running against a, a ultra-liberal um, District 52, Tony Holly. She's on the West End as well. I know Tony. Tony's awesome. Tony is awesome. She was mayor of uh, Glendora for a while. 
we're really excited about Tony. And she's a great land use person. She fought she hard is. against Judy Chu. Yes. Yeah, she's, if you can get support to her, support her. And then we have District 55, Philip Chen, who's running for re-election, and that's a tough race as well. So we've got a full plate right now uh, to get through March 3rd, to get those top two to move on to November. Uh, but most of those races, I just said, um, a lot of them, there's only two candidates in the race, so they're automatically going to move on to then. The race that I am most involved in right now is the 42nd Assembly District, and that's assuring that Andrew Kultyak is carrying our banner. We need to do that. Awesome. I need some yard signs. We'll get them to you. So officially, Fireland Radio Show, we are endorsing Andrew Kotchak just because he's running against Chad Mays. That's <laughs> the Second Amendment, conservative, that's all good stuff. But he's against Chad Mays. He's my man. We want. <laughs> you hate getting stabbed in the back. Maybe it's something personal. I don't know. Jay, do you like getting stabbed in the back? No. No. I, unfortunately, being in politics for 15 years now, it, uh, it's disconcerting how often it happens. Yeah, that's why we deal with Safari Land. We have to wear knife-proof vests when you go up there to Excremento. Joey, Jay, thank <laughs> you so much for your help, for your work, and what you're doing on that uh, CCW reciprocity bill for cities and counties. Makes total sense. Great way to take a look at it because you know the state won't do it. Give the local authority there. Good luck on your race. Thank you very much to Jan Legia and uh, Kurt Hagman and Lauren Campbell and everybody else who's been on the show today. Folks, March 3rd, vote early, vote often. Shoot, Felipe, shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot, don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. AM 590, the answer.